0: Hello and welcome back to Coco Sleep, a podcast of original children's bedtime stories and meditations designed to make bedtime a dream. Before we begin, a big hello to Desmond and Eliana, Mila, Jack, Elena, Georgia and Jack and Sybil, a bouncy little puppy who also falls asleep when she listens along with her owner Hayden. Thank you for subscribing and for joining the coolest club in town, the Coco Club. We love having you. Tonight, we're not in Sleepy Forest with Coco's friends and family. No, nor are we under the sea with Zen. Nor are we in the skies with the Dream Keepers. Nor are we in the Leora School of Magic. Nope. Tonight, we are in the middle of almost nowhere. More specifically, we are at the side of a long road between two towns where a bright neon sign shines from the roof of a cozy welcoming diner run by two cats named Potato and Beans. This story was inspired by Lily who came up with the idea of a cat named Potato and Olympia who has a cat named Beans. We thought the two of them would be good friends. Olympia, there are characters inspired by your other pets too, so listen closely. Before we begin, a quick message for the grown-ups. If you'd like to support our podcast, enjoy ad-free listening, unlock four bonus stories per month, and much, much more, you can join Coco Club. Subscribe in just two taps via the link in the show notes. But now, here's a quick word from our sponsors. Before we find out more, let's make sure we're ready to relax. Close the curtains, dim the lights down and hop into bed. Close your eyes and take a few moments to breathe in and out. In for two and out for four. Snuggle down a little bit more and imagine you're lying under a vast blanket of shimmering stars, where there's no building in sight, except for a cozy, welcoming diner glowing with golden light. This is where we'll begin our story Potato and Beans The Roller Skating Diner Cats by Susanna McLaughlin. In the middle of almost nowhere, at the side of a long road between two towns, a bright red neon sign buzzed. It read, Potato and Beans Diner, and adorned the roof of the coziest, most welcoming diner around. There, under the twinkling stars and rugged mountains, perched on the sandy plains, two cats worked their socks off to feed travellers of all shapes, species, and sizes as they passed through on their journeys. One of the cats was white, with long fluffy fur splodged with brown and amber eyes. This cat was called Beans. The other was a brown, round cat with big green eyes. This cat was called Potato. They were always there to lend a listening ear, or to tell a tale, and they often found themselves carried away on adventures with the customers that passed through their doors. On this particular afternoon, as usual, the diner was buzzing with life. It was the height of summer, and there had been a steady stream of travelers all day stopping off for a cold milkshake or a meal in the refreshing cool of the diner. Mrs. Pig had been working hard in the kitchen all day, frying eggs and pancakes and baking sweet cakes and pies. Mrs. Pig was used to working hard. Ever since she was a piglet, she had loved cooking, and now it was second nature to her. She could whip up delicious concoctions from a seemingly empty cupboard and she could chop a carrot faster than anyone for miles around. She had won prizes at the State Fair for her peach pies and some customers made road trips just to taste her famous mac and cheese. No matter how many tickets wafted overhead waiting for her to cook them Mrs. Pig never seemed to panic. She took it all in her stride, mixing, dolloping, sizzling and stirring without twitching a whisker on her chin or spilling a drop on her chequered pinafore. She was a kind, wise cook and nothing made her happier than feeding hungry bellies and seeing her customers smile. Potato and beans had been whizzing around all day too, waiting tables, taking orders, and making drinks. Sometimes they wished they had eight arms like Ozzy, the dishwashing octopus. Sometimes they felt a little envious of his job. He soaked in the soapy sink water, washing and drying pots and dishes. But he worked as hard as anyone from his bubbly corner blasting rock music as he scrubbed and wiped and toweled the rush of dishware that came his way. Around afternoon time, there was a lull in the visitors, and the two cats wiped their brows with the back of their paws and sighed a big sigh of relief. It had been a fun day, but they relished a quiet hour or two. Quiet conversation and chuckling laughter filled the air of the diner from the customers who were seated in the red leather booths along the window. One particularly giddy mountain goat was told a joke by his kid across the table and burst out in eruptive, snorting laughter. Beans and potato looked at each other out of the corner of their eyes and smiled. The sound of happy customers was music to their ears. Potato climbed onto one of the bar stools, crossing her paws on the countertop, and Beans poured them each a glass of cold milk before sliding onto the chair beside her. Everyone's in a jolly good mood today, Beans, said Potato. That's because it's summertime. Beans explained. Everybody's happy because the sky is blue and they're on their way to their holidays. Potato nodded in understanding, peering out the vast windows at the sky, poking above the rocky mountains surrounding the valley. She looked around the diner. Where do you think they're going? She asked. Beans wrinkled her nose in consideration. Well, that mountain goat has shaved his beard and is wearing his smartest Hawaiian shirt, Beans observed. It looks like they're headed for a fancy night out in town. And that little moose has a hat on from the space museum. It looks very new. I think he's headed home from space camp. You're very clever, Potato said. Let me try. Potato looked around the diner, deep in concentration, until an idea lit up in her eyes. I know, she said proudly. That beaver has some kind of fashionable shoes attached to his bag. He must be going to the big city for a fashion show. And those are some designer sunglasses in his pocket too. Beans smiled fondly at Potato. Those are flippers and goggles, silly, she said. The beaver is going to the water park. Potato chuckled. She often got things wrong, but luckily Beans was always there to help her out. Hey, look, a motorcycle, Potato exclaimed, pointing out of the window. A gleaming blue motorcycle zoomed up the road towards the diner, pulling in neatly by the entrance. Its rider got off, removing her big shiny helmet and protective overalls to reveal her identity as Sandy the skunk. Sandy was a regular. She shook her whole body, fluffing up her hairdo. She had big, poofy black hair with a white stripe running down the middle and beautiful blue eyes. Sandy headed over to the counter and said hello to the two cats who purred their hello in return. She told them she had just spent the day riding through the mountains in the search of new ingredients, wildflowers and herbs, for her soap business. She pulled out a blue flower with petals shaped like a trumpet and tucked it into Potato's collar, saying she had thought it would bring out the color in Potato's eyes. She was right. Potato's eyes were glowing. Sandy ordered her regular scrambled eggs and waffles and sat down at the corner table. More customers trickled in. A stocky, grouchy bulldog who arrived in a shiny blue car with the roof down ordered some biscuits and gravy and took a seat at the counter. He didn't say much until he ate the last bite and smiled at Potato and Beans with a sheepish grin. Sorry, the bulldog said. I get grumpy when I'm hungry. I feel better now. Potato beamed at him and said, that's okay. Beans gets grumpy when she's hungry too. Mrs. Pig always makes sure to send lunch through on time so that Beans stays chirpy and doesn't fall asleep at the counter. Beans nudged Potato and laughed, telling her to stop telling all her secrets. Now the bulldog was fed, he took his knitting out of his pocket and sat contentedly at the counter, swinging his legs and humming as he stitched, enjoying the break from his journey. He introduced himself as Barry, and soon he was teaching the two cats to knit too. Potato and Beans weren't natural knitters, especially Potato, who kept getting excited and throwing the ball of yarn in the air and batting it with her paws. Although Beans tried with all her might to concentrate and not join in with the playing, before long, the two cats were all tangled up in purple yarn, cackling as they tried to get loose. Barry looked on, booming with laughter. When they tired out, they shook themselves loose and looked at the twisted, knotted pile of yarn on the ground. Potato smiled sheepishly at Barry. Sorry, Barry, this will take a while to untangle, she said. Bean suggested they all untangle it together. Potato would focus on the tangles, Beans would undo the knots and Barry would wind it all up together again. As they worked, Barry asked them a question. How did they become diner cats anyway? Potato and Beans grinned. They got asked this question often. Potato and Beans had been at kitten kindergarten together all those years ago. The two of them had got on famously from the minute they met. They both loved lunch and sunshine and playing with twine. They were the best of friends, and they played together for hours. Beans's mum had said that the two of them go together like strawberries and cream. At kindergarten, there was an old wooden set of toys in the corner, There was a shop front with a little curtain they could pull back when it was time to open, and a little cash register that pinged when they put imaginary money in it. There was painted toy bread and tomatoes, cheese and lettuce, and empty cups they pretended were full of warm, frothy milk. They loved playing with these toys, pretending one of them was a customer and the other a cook or a waitress. One would sit politely on a little plastic chair, and the other would sachet across the playmat with a tray held overhead, saying, excuse me's, to imaginary customers as they went, serving one another the most delicious imaginary sandwiches and invisible drinks. Their teacher joked that the two of them should open their own diner when they were older. It was just a joke, but the idea really stuck with them. As soon as they had grown from kitties to cats, they took off on a journey to find the perfect spot for their diner. As they drove through the sunny valley where their diner now stood, Potato had hung her head from the window in amazement at the tall mountains and open, cactus-dotted plains around them. As they stopped the car to take in the view, Beans's belly rumbled a bigger grumble than it had ever rumbled before. The two looked at one another. There hadn't been a restaurant for miles. This would be the place they would build their diner. The two cats hired a team of strong bulls to build their diner, watching excitedly as the neon sign was hoisted above the doors. As soon as they opened, the customers began to stream in, thankful to find this cozy oasis in the beautiful middle of nowhere. They'd been here ever since. They finished their story grinning at each other gratefully. Barry was smiling too, and he congratulated them on making their dreams come true. He said that his current dream was to eat one of the cookies he could smell baking in the kitchen. Beans laughed and went to fetch him a warm cookie picking the one with the most chocolate chips. The rest of the evening was busy, and the cats were pleased to see the clock strike ten. It was time to close the diner for the night. Mrs. Pig carefully boxed up the cakes and tucked them into their cupboard for the night. Ozzie the octopus strapped a sponge to each tentacle and began gliding across the diner floor, as if ice skating, cleaning as he went. Potato and Bean said goodnight to the last customers. They filled up the ketchup bottles for the next day and tucked into their own suppers of warm milk and honey sandwiches. Just as Potato was turning the open sign to closed, the last creature came running up to the door. It was Zara, the curly-haired post-dog, with a package tucked under her arm. Its tag was addressed to the diner and signed with a flourish with the name one of Beans' dear friends, Villa. Zara was panting, having raced to deliver the parcel by closing time. Beans and potato invited her in and poured her a glass of water as she caught her breath. Zara had been delivering her post this morning when she decided to take a rest in her post van, gazing out of the window at the blue sky. Warmed by the sun's rays, she soon began to snooze and slept the whole day away. She had spent the evening speeding from village to village and out into the country to deliver packages across the region. The diner was the last stop, and she said she was so happy to have made it by closing time, as the parcel looked important. Bean smiled and said she wasn't sure how important it was, but it would certainly be something exciting. Vila was such an excellent friend, and though she was often far away on her adventures, she would often send mementos to Beans that she picked up on her way. This parcel was much bigger than usual, though. They thanked Zara, and she gave them a sleepy wave as she headed out of the door. Beans and Potato soon began tearing off the tape and opening the parcel. They carefully pulled out the delicate tissue paper from the top of the box and gasped as they saw its contents. The box was full of roller skates. Potato gasped. There's so many roller skates, she said. There's one, two, three. Oh, I can't count all of those. Having finished all of their jobs for the evening, Mrs. Pig and Ozzie the Octopus came out of the kitchen to find the two cats on the black and white tiled floor, surrounded by wheeled boots. Mrs. Pig grinned. Look at all those roller skates, she exclaimed. Why, there's 14 of them. Potato furrowed her brow and asked what they would possibly do with so many roller skates. Mrs. Pig told her to count their legs. Potato and beans had two each. Mrs. Pig had two and Ozzy had eight. That makes fourteen. There was a letter at the bottom of the box, which Mrs. Pig carefully unfolded and read to the group. Dear Potato, Beans, Ozzie and Mrs. Pig, the letter read. You won't believe what I saw today. I'm on holiday at the beach, and I came across the most amazing diner. Beans chuckled. She's always on holiday she said. Mrs. Pig continued to read the letter. It was a big diner, as nice as yours, except the pie wasn't as good as Mrs. Pig's. Now Mrs. Pig chuckled. But there was something quite remarkable. It was a roller diner. Everybody who worked there was whizzing around on roller skates. They were carrying drinks and everything. It made me dizzy to watch, but goodness, it looked fun. Once I had finished my lemonade, I headed straight to the sports shop and bought enough roller skates for all of you. I hope you enjoy them. Love, Vila. By the time Mrs. Pig finished reading the letter, everyone was grinning from ear to ear. Ozzy said he thought this was a groovy idea and immediately set about putting a roller skate on the end of each of his eight tentacles. Mrs. Pig, Potato and Beans followed his example. At first they skidded and glided around the diner giggling, having no control over their direction, especially Ozzy. His legs were darting back and forth and wobbling in and out as he tried to keep his balance. Beans kept bumping into tables, and at one point she accidentally skated her way out of the swinging front door to land in a heap in the parking lot. Mrs. Pig was a natural from the start. She could weave in and out of tables. Zoom forwards and glide backwards, looking as graceful as a ballet dancer as she did so. Potato was quite talented too. She wasn't so good at moving about the diner, but she could do very impressive spins and jumps on her roller skates. Mrs. Pig said that if they were going to be a roller diner, they would have to train. They not only had to be able to skate from one place to another, but they would have to do so carrying meals and drinks and not spilling a drop. For practice, she loaded a tray with plastic cups that wouldn't break if they dropped them. They laid out an obstacle course of tables and chairs and took it in turns to whiz around the diner, holding the tray high above their heads. The cats got the hang of it first. Soon, they were delivering full drinks and towering dishes, weaving in and out of each other's way. Ozzie, on the other hand, just couldn't keep control of eight wheeled legs. He collapsed in a tangle of tentacles and looked up at Mrs. Pig. <laughs> what can I do? Ozzie asked her with a laugh. I'm hopeless at this. Mrs. Pig wrinkled her snout as she thought. Then she spun on her wheeled heels without another word and glided into the kitchen. She re-emerged, carrying Ozzy's radio, which she plugged in and switched to the disco channel. Bouncing, upbeat music soon filled the diner. Ozzy began to bob his head. He picked himself up off the floor and began moving his feet to the music. Beans and potato clapped along to the beat as he began to move, one skate at a time. Now there was music playing, he was moving with ease. Before long, he was skating faster and more rhythmically than any of them. He took his turn at Mrs. Pig's obstacle course and passed with flying colours. Mrs. Pig awarded all three of them imaginary medals. Potato and Beans were thrilled. From now on, the diner was going to be a roller diner. But they wouldn't be open until the morning, for now they needed to rest. They lined their 14 skates up by the diner's door, ready for the next day. Mrs. Pig and Ozzie wished Potato and Beans sweet dreams and headed out into the night. Beans and Potato didn't have far to go to tumble into bed. They headed upstairs to their apartment above the diner, which was cosily decorated with blankets, bean bags, and two comfy beds, and a couple of scratching posts here and there. The two of them brushed their teeth, and they took it in turns to take a warm, bubbly bath. The bath was so warm and relaxing. Potato thought she may fall asleep right there, had Beans not politely called her to hurry up. After they had taken their baths, they used the hair dryers to dry off their fur, which was now as soft as cotton candy and scented with lavender. Before long, the two of them were rubbing their eyes and yawning. They put on their pyjamas. They were buttoned pyjamas and trousers made of the softest cotton. Beans's pyjamas were covered in stars and spaceships, and potatoes with moons and planets. They sat in their pyjamas in front of the window, looking out at the twinkling stars. Potato turned to Beans with a smile and said how lucky they were to have their diner under the stars. She took beans's paw in hers and said how happy she was to meet new creatures every day and to be able to go on adventures with her best friend. Their dreams really had come true. Beans agreed, and the two smiled at one another sleepily. They each climbed into their squishy beds and turned their lamp out to drift off into dreams of strawberry milkshakes and roller skates and of all the adventures they had to come.